0: This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast, W.I.L.K. News Radio.
1: We reconvene this meeting of the Club for Common Sense, which provides a sanctuary of sanity. Three hours each weekday. On appointment radio, otherwise known as the Bob Cordaro Show on W.I.L.K. We are honoring Joseph Renko, West Nanticoke, United States Marine Corps. Commander James Hoffey, rather Hazelton, U.S. Navy Reserve, and a career guy there. Bob Gould, West Hazelton, late of Florida, United States Marine Corps. Harry Granville, Scranton, late of Maryland, also an Abington Heights guy. U.S. Air Force, 58 to 66. Robert Dopko of Taylor. United States Navy, Billy Gowden of Dunmore, U.S. Army during the Vietnam era. Great veterans that we've lost recently. Sad to say. Uh, But a great veteran that we talk to every week, virtually every week, is John Perillo. U.S. Naval Academy graduate and uh, great thinker. And happens to be married to my first cousin, so we got together, and he calls in from Colorado, out in the boondocks every month, or every week, and we're glad to have him with us again for Monday Musings. It's good to be here from the boondocks, Bob. Hope you're doing well. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, you said something about having fun, and you know remember that I tell the jokes, okay? Oh, no, no. This is, this is not a... I'm just giving you material, as right? As long so, as you um, keep it clearly in mind, yes. That's all. Oh,
2: absolutely. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want to step that, overstep that down, So, but, but, there, but I did want to tell this little story. So I had... I actually met one of my really few good friends. I don't have a lot of friends out here. We live in nowhere. But I met him for a cup of coffee last week, and uh, we were discussing our aid to Ukraine, and, and he brought up the past corruption in that country. And I'm not going to deny that there's been corruption in Ukraine, but I don't agree that that past corruption is a valid reason for the U S not supporting Ukraine and president Zelensky. And I specifically don't think that that Hunter Biden and Burisma story is disqualifying. And I thought, you know, for this particular Monday musings would have a little bit of fun. I'd tell a story, maybe a parable, if you will, that might help illustrate why I believe that. Now I'm, I'll tell you right up front in advance that the names have been changed to protect the innocent. These are completely fictitious characters. So if you think, you know, somebody, I apologize, you know, I, and, you know, I don't want to talk about politics. It's just a story, but I do sometimes think that a story can illustrate a situation better than just thinking that you have all the facts. So if you're ready, you know, let's, let's give it a shot. So, um, so I got this friend, his name is Bob, you know, he's a goomba, I, you, you know, he's like a brother, even though I don't have a relationship to the guy, but you might know him. He's from Northeast PA. He had something of a, you know, difficult past. Nothing really bad, but you know how people talk in places like that, right? So no matter how much you clean up, people want to hold your past against you, but he's a good guy. And now after his little stint, he takes over this small restaurant and the place he took over also has a checkered past, right? It's traded hands a bunch, went out of business a couple of times and Bob didn't even want to run the place. He kind of fell into the deal but now he's determined to make a go of it, you know, and this little restaurant, it's a a decent older neighborhood place, not super high end. They make a really good marinara kind of cater to the regulars and locals on occasions. You know, his mom plays piano in the lounge. and There's uncle Frank over there in the corner, you know, taking his time lingering over dinner. Like he always does. You know, he lingers over everything, but you know, all these old neighborhoods out that way, they're changing, right? So my friend Bobby, you know, he keeps his head down and just works as hard as he can to make the place work just wants to be left alone to run his business like everyone else. Now, like I said, you know, the neighborhood's changing. Some undesirables living out there that way. And one day, some of the gang in town next door starts messing around a bit with Bobby. Now, it doesn't start as anything big. You know, they throw their trash in his dumpster. They play their music a little bit too loud, break a couple of glasses. Nothing huge, but enough to be more than just an irritant. And, And, you know, in the old days, the neighborhood wouldn't have tolerated them, but the neighborhood's changing now. And some of the former neighborhood fathers are getting a little older. They can't really be counted on to back these punks down like they would have in the old days. And when this same gang begins to step it up a little bit, right? You know, a couple of windows get broken, the restaurant sign gets knocked down, and my friend Bob's in a bad place, right? He can't really take on the gang by himself. I mean, now, he's no pushover. He can hold his own in a fight, but that's not exactly how anyone prefer to handle things. We can't exactly do nothing either, or that would just encourage the gang, right? The cops in the area are busy with other things. It's not as if the gang has done anything too drastic yet. So he's in, it's a real dilemma. What's Bobby to do? Put yourself in his shoes. This is a tough situation, right? And I really want you to think about this. Put yourself in his shoes. Right? So one day, Joey Bag shows up. Now, Bobby knows that Joey's a no-good gavon. I mean, you know, Joey's essentially harmless because he's a good for nothing. He can't hold a job. He tried the military, but got kicked out for drugs. Basically, he's chadroulé. So Joey comes in, orders the veal, expects Bob to comp him to dinner like usual. You know, Stugatz, that boy. But his father, yeah, you know that apple didn't fall from that tree. He's Gofosa too, you know. Together, father and son are like Louis and Stewie Gots. But his father's the big man, and the big man runs all the action in the city. And nobody knows what the big man really does, but they do know that nothing—and I mean nothing—happens without the big man getting his cut. And you don't have to be—you don't have to like the guy to know that you need to keep him on your side. And so Joey, after eating the veal and not even saying thanks, says something like, "Hey, Bobby." You know, I know you're having trouble with the gang next door. It'd be a shame for this place to burn down, right? So how about you give me a job? You know, yeah, I I don't know the first thing about restaurants, but whatever. You pay me a little plus, you know, extra for the big guy. And once the gang knows I'm on the payroll, they'll leave you alone, right? So Bobby knows that Joey Bagadonis is a shiftless jamoke. And he knows, but what, what he's doing is wrong, or at least not right. But what would you do, right? You can't go to the police. They can't help. You can't keep the gang at bay by yourself because there's way more of them than there are of you. You need the help. You need the big man to stay in business. Now, again, you know it's not right, but what choice do you really have? Right, so, you know, I'm making light of this, but it's actually a serious issue. And, and the point of the story is that sometimes we want to hold people and countries to standards that are either inappropriate
1: or impossible. And I think that there's a dangerous trend. We, we towards always isolation. do that. We always right. do that. We ignore cultural And ethnic differences. And we we ignore, in the case of Ukraine, the limited longevity of their so-called democracy. Yeah, right. Exactly.
2: And and, and I think I think sometimes we use this as an excuse to make a false choice. Right. Our aid to Ukraine is a tiny part of our budget, something like 10 percent of our annual military budget, not our annual budget. And, and for that amount, we've taken one of our historic adversaries off the table completely. Russia is a non-issue on the world stage right now for 10% of our annual military budget. You know, would it be great if we could take pro- care of program X, Y, Z at home and you know Ukraine? Yeah, but it's not an either-or thing. And you know, and yeah, I like my little story. You know, but my my point is that you know the next time we hear you know, some accusations about what happened in Ukraine and it becomes an excuse to not fund what is essentially in our national interest. I I just hope you think back to, you know, my, my, my restaurant owner in the, in the tough neighborhood and, and ask yourself, what do you do in his position? What are your options? You know? So, you know, and and again, I'm not going to get into the politics of anything, but essentially what happened in Ukraine to Zelensky was somebody came up to him and said, I will give you protection if you give me a job and yeah, they gave him, they gave him a job, you know? So, you know, that, that's how that game was played. Um, is it right? I don't think so. Uh, but neither do I think it's disqualifying for, for our national interest when we talk, talk about a country like Ukraine. Hmm. I,
1: you know, it, it's a, it's a complex situation. I just don't know. It seems like we're just throwing money over there. it also seems like, uh we're ignoring how we got here with the yes. approach with the approaches to nato uh by nato to bring essentially an enemy force right next door to the russians we're ignoring the ethnic composition of ukraine itself which has the east probably majority Russian and Russian-speaking because of uh, dating back to Stalin's uh, evil plans. So it's sort of, I don't know, it, it, the complexity, and and by the way, the Afghanistan withdrawal, which showed a lot, and, and the frailness and the weakness of our president and our leadership, all of these things, and our energy policy, all of these things... Uh, played a very big role in uh, Putin's miscalculation. Yeah, and I think, I think what Bob just said there, you've got
2: to break them all down. But, but what's interesting, though, is, and Bob's precisely correct, you know, we want to point to one thing. We want to say that this one thing caused this other one thing. And that's not true at all. And what Bob just listed are a series of steps that got us from, you know, got us into this mess. And the, and the first one being essentially that we flirted with putting NATO on the doorstep of Russia. And that was, that that was a, a step that Putin could not handle. It would be similar to, you know, if you look at it in terms of our historical context, a little bit like the Cuban missile crisis, right? It's one thing to have a Soviet proxy on your doorstep. It's another thing to have that Soviet proxy be armed with nuclear missiles. Right? And that was a step too far for President Kennedy, and he had to he had to do something. And if you look at what happened in Ukraine in that same context, very similar, right? It was one thing to have a kind of pro-Western Ukraine next door to Russia. It's entirely different when that pro-Western Ukraine starts talking to NATO. That's kind of number one. You know, number now, two. Now,
1: and John, just to, to interrupt, the other part that is disturbing to me is that we've had a leadership class, an establishment that has wanted regime change in Russia for a long time. And we replaced, we replaced, it was a silent non-military coup. We replaced a Russian leading uh, Ukrainian president ourselves. We intervened. Uh, yeah in ukraine so it's, that
2: is absolutely true yeah so it, like, to true. to
1: pretend we're coming in with clean hands here is uh well it's beyond naive
2: right and I think again for your listeners what bobby's referring to is that that you know we we basically you know ukraine was 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 in a it was in a tough spot like our restaurant right there's on the one hand they had the gang you know to the east and russia on the other hand they had yeah, you know, they wanted the business on the west, and literally it was that. It was the restaurant wanting, you know, the the customers to come in, and and they were people were buying from Ukraine. Ukraine was exporting energy. Lots of positive things were happening. On the other hand, they really didn't want to upset this gang to the east, which was Russia, right? And and so there was an internal struggle within Ukraine for the soul of Ukraine. Were they going to be pro-western or pro-eastern? And and in the past, there was kind of this little walking of that fine line in the middle. And as Bobby alluded to, the U.S basically walked in there and, and affected an election and, and, and didn't install Zelensky, but really put their finger on the scale and helped him get elected. So again, if you're Russia and you're looking at it from that point of view, you now have a problem where you have two problems. One, you have a pro Western country right next to you that might join NATO. And two, you have uh, somebody else in your neighborhood putting their finger on the scale of an election. Again, we don't like it when that happens in our country. You know, we need to look at it from that point of view. I mean, that's another very, very good point. Right. And, and, and I I tell this story because I want, when we think about places also like China and Taiwan, you know, whether we agree with the, with the Chinese position or not, and I don't, we need to consider their position because it affects how we respond. Right. And, and so Monday musings and Bob and his show, what what he's doing, you know, again, and your listeners, you're, you're very, very lucky to have this. The rest of the news programs will kind of tell you, Hey, this is what's going on. You need to know that background, so you can make an informed, intelligent decision as to you know where you think we're going and why we should go that way. And so, yes, absolutely, Bob's one hundred percent correct on that. Um, and, and and you got to look at the rest of the neighborhood, right? So, Western, um, Eastern Europe, old Europe, uh, you know, the the Poles and the and the and the Czechs and the and the Baltic states are very very anti-Russian, and they're they're relatively young democracies, and and they they, they support. Uh, free and democratic Ukraine because they've seen what happens when the Russians take over your country. The old guys, you know, my, in my story, the, the, the fathers of the town, right? The, the French, the French, the the, Germans, yeah. the, the European, old Europeans, they don't have the power anymore to be controlling those things. Right? So the, you know, those, the demographics have changed. The politics of Europe have changed. And that puts, again, puts, puts Zelensky and that that group in a, in a tough position no matter how they got there, right? And, again, in my story, you know, Bobby doesn't really want the restaurant. He just kind of winds up in it. I, don't, I think Zelensky was a comedian. He you knows he's president of a country,
1: you know? <laughs> well, I, so, I, I, I think he's warmed up to the job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's, I think he's doing it pretty well. Like, kind of like you have, Bobby, right? Yeah. It's like your restaurant, right? Yeah. So, you know.
2: I'll come in for the veal, right? So. Well,
1: John Perillo, thank you very much, and, and uh, an unorthodox way to approach it, and uh, we enjoyed it. Well,
2: hopefully, it gives you some material. Like I said, I don't tell the jokes, and, and I don't mean to be—I don't mean to be a joke. <laughs> right. But I thank you again, you and your listeners, and uh, you know, and and uh, for spending time with us on Monday, and hope that was a helpful illustration.
1: John Perillo, Monday Musings. Thanks as always. We'll be back. That's a different sound for the guess who, isn't it? Well, here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. Today, partly sunny and breezy, high of 70. A good day out there. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 46. Tomorrow, clouds, some sun, isolated showers possible in some areas. High of 68. That's Tuesday. Wednesday, the sun returns, high of 68. Thursday, sunny, high of 75. So a good beginning to the week. We'll take this break. We'll come back, and we'll talk to you. 570-883-0098. Good time to get in. This date, 1965, the Stones, they moved in the top ten charts at number nine with their hit the last time. Bob Canaro back with the here on W-I-L-K. 570-883-0098 to call or to text. Marco texts in, Hi, Bob. WTS. I I don't know who the 30% that still like Biden are, but I do know 95% of them live in Lackawanna County. <laughs> You're right. It's just, it's inexplicable. And at least for the most part, these hardcore Democrats are good family people. They see an exceptionally bad family person in Joe Biden. Letting one kid run wild. Just run wild. No discipline. No talking to. Nothing. He just runs wild. And it's proven. And he does nothing about him. Why? Probably because Joe Biden's an idiot, number one. But number two, that's his business partner. He was bringing in money to Joe. Of course he's doing the right thing. He's bringing in corrupt money to Joe. Well... Comer, the head of, I I think he's House Oversight. He claims he's got a big announcement Wednesday, as the Hunter Biden indictment out of Delaware is imminent. We shall see. I'm really, I'm a Missouri guy when it comes to these allegations. Show me. We've seen all of the trumped up, and I say that with intent. All the trumped up allegations against Donald Trump, including an indictment in the Southern District of New York. Well, it's not, I apologize, it's not federal, it's local, in Manhattan. We see two different investigations that are basically silly. So I want to see what the goods are before I jump on that bandwagon. I mean, we know they're corrupt. We know they're slime. And yet, these Democrats in Lackawanna County are still for Biden. It's it's insane. It's not just there. It's, you know, we get calls from Luzerne County, too. But... Somebody says, you know, Joe's going to pardon him, right? Meaning Hunter. Yeah, probably. And then he maybe steps aside in the presidential race. We'll see. We will see. So many possibilities. That's why when, when people say, oh, it's going to be Biden against Trump, we have no clue what's going to happen. This situation is going to evolve rapidly this year. And then next year. But I will say this. The media, the left-stream media, is reporting on Hunter. Now, the ties to Joe Biden in the Hunter escapades are obvious. They're documented. But they're not touching that. In fact, the MSNBC softball interview he took that he called a major press conference. Joe Biden called it a major press conference. Uh, This guy's addled beyond belief. Forgot he went to Ireland a week ago. Forgot. So, the addled President of the United States and his major press conference with an MSNBC softball reporter. The reporter says, now, we know these things don't connect to you, Mr. President. We know the exact opposite if you even care to glimpse at the evidence. Hunter paid for all kinds of expenses. He rented Joe uh, Biden's house. Joe did take his cut. In various forms and maybe even directly. We're going to find out. (sighs) So, somebody texted in, because this is another subject. Here's our five to follow. Number one, we have this, this disgraceful open border. Title 42 expiring. The Republican House is going to pass an immigration bill. The only thing they're missing, which I would have urged them to include, is consideration for most, if not all, of the so-called dreamers. You're not going to export them anyway. It is the only country they ever knew. And come on. Like, let's let's live in reality here. I know some votes wouldn't go for it. but But some of the hardcores, even if you're right, you've got to adjust. But they should have added that to their package. Because it's a good one. Border security, resume border, the building the wall, remain in Mexico. Lim- severe limits on this asylum claims. They should have added the Dreamers in there. So they don't just look like they are anti-immigration, illegal immigration. Because, because people equate the two. Because the left-stream media reports it that way. Now, uh, number two. Hunter Biden and the family corruption. It's coming up this week, and it's not going away. Biden calling it a witch hunt, stealing Donald Trump's words. He can't even come up with something. And I will tell you this. If I'm Joe Biden, he should acknowledge his grandchild and disavow Hunter. That's what he should do. But he's a scumbag, and he won't. Number three is the debt ceiling. Something they're calling a big meeting with all of the congressional leadership, Senate and House, tomorrow to discuss it. And again, the Republicans have come up with a plan and they passed it in the House. To reduce the growth in spending to stop some of the insanity. Not all of it. I mean, a million five increase in the debt limit's not enough. A, million, a trillion five? Are you kidding me? Number four, homeless and mental illness. This New York City fiasco. To even contemplate charging this former Marine is insane. Don't think it isn't. It's insane. And then you have the two Texas incidents with people who were probably disturbed. We'll see. These people... They've got to sweep them up and put them in institutions where they can get care and not harm people. We're done with the patty cake. Too much danger for the public and for the homeless. And the mentally ill. They've got to get taken off the streets. Period. And number five is this. Insane upside down transgender debate. There are people and feminists, so called, who aren't arguing against men competing against women. We have Joe Biden extending Title uh, IX coverage, which is intended for women, to men. Ludicrous. Transgender discussions in elementary schools. Treatment of elementary students with, you can't even call it gender dysphoria. They don't have a gender. The bottom line is, you can't be transsexual before you are sexual. You cannot be. And then this drag queen story hour nonsense paying for it, using transgenders to recruit the Navy. We, we are just in, we are in upside down world with this Democrat party. And if you don't see it, I feel sorry for you. I truly do. And you got to wake up. You got to check yourself. Let's take a break. Bob Cadero, W-I-L-K, the eponymous show. will roll on after this. The Beatles released their great album, Let It Be, on Apple Records, this date, May 8th, 1970. Somebody texted, and I don't know if you're defending or just asking the question. Bob, you're a lawyer. As a lawyer, do you really think Biden should be making comments on Hunter's alleged child while there is a court proceeding in progress? The paternity, meaning that Hunter's the father, is already conclusively established. That's the only proceeding. This is about Hunter's finances. And if Joe Biden was a father, instead of a wuss, weakling piece of garbage that he is, he would tell his son, go take care of your child. What's the matter with you? And now you're going to expose your finances and get us in more hot water? He's done nothing. And he did not invite this little girl to the White House or the mother. Didn't invite him to one of his houses. Ignored a child that he knows is his grandchild. So I hope you're not trying to defend this scumbag for that part of the shenanigans. The The political and financial corruption is rife and proven. And on top of that, then his job. Sounds idyllic, me and you and a dog named Boo or a cat named Ponth. 1980, that was uh, 1971 Lobo. They burst into the top 10 with number 10, me and you and the dog named Boo. And, of course, Gary Hart. Many of you do not remember this, but he was the first guy where sexual innuendo, they never caught him in flagrante, uh, ended a campaign. At least as far as I know. Certainly a national campaign. And the idiocy of him saying "follow me around" when he knows he's cavorting— who knows? Maybe Donna Rice wasn't attracted to him. Sat on his lap just because he was famous. So what? But he said, "Follow me around." <laughs> a dumb knucklehead. He was a—he was a very liberal character. Anyway, he would wouldn't have been good for the country. Quickly. Um, Somebody says, Bob, every time you see, say your cat's name, I have no idea how to pronounce it. How do you spell it? P-O-N-T-H, ponth. And I spell it that way, but it's it's ponth. It's a, it's a word I made up when I was a little kid. I called panthers and cougars and that kind of thing. I called them ponths. So ponth ponth is, is a, a black cat, and he walks around like a little panther. And so I said, he looks like a ponth. And so he's PONTH, P-O-N-T-H. Now, uh, this is a sentiment expressed last week by many of you. Bob, the Bidens are bad people. Perhaps the granddaughter is better off not knowing Hunter. I think she probably is on balance. But at the same time, I'm talking about the Biden side of things. What their duties are to a child and a grandchild. Abject disgrace. Somebody said, as for the transgender, Chuck Todd on Meet the Press, and I tried to watch them all this week, when interviewing a presidential candidate on his show, stated there are a lot of people in the scientific community who believe there are more than two genders. (laughs) No, they're not. There's no serious person who believes there's more than two genders. No serious person believes that None Now Is there Gender dysphoria I think it's a true condition And it's a condition That needs to be Dealt with With love and care And then when that person Reaches adulthood They can make a decision for themselves period beyond that you don't compete in women's sports you don't teach it in schools and you don't acknowledge it until the person's an adult and makes an adult decision about their sexual orientation whatever that may be that's that's true compassion So, somebody just said, science is not about belief, it's about fact. Yeah, Somebody's meeting and you and a cat named Ponce just doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> I know, I, I, it. It is disturbing, though, what they've done. How they've changed the conversation. How they've changed what words mean. How they've changed reality. Disgrace. Absolute disgrace. All right, we're going to take a break. Bob Cordaro, W I L K, time for the news. We will come back with more and your phone calls
0: after the news. W I L K News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?